Dance Music fans, Harry Styles. The big story this week, Fine Line, is finally here, and we're seconds away from digging in. Plus, Blake Shelton comes in fully loaded. Kesha's dropping new music, so are Katranata and Stormzy. And Lizzo finally has a video for Good As Hell. All of that and more coming your way right now because today is New Music Friday and Billboard is here to break down this week's biggest releases. I'm Fernando Ventura flying solo while my co-host Chelsea Briggs hangs out with Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift at the Billboard Women in Music event. So it's just you and me this week. Let's talk new music. Welcome to Billboard's first stream live. Welcome back. Now I'm joined by tonight's musical guest, Harry Styles. That's right. We are kicking off this week's show with Harry Styles being interviewed by himself. You look great, by the way. Thank you. So do you. No, you do. The renaissance man who can clearly do absolutely anything returned to guest host The Late Late Show on CBS this week while his pal James Corden shot a movie. Harry was also the musical guest. And when you run into double booking like that, you're going to end up interviewing yourself. That's just how it goes. The new album is brilliant. Oh, wow. Thank you. Harry and James also teamed up in a pre-taped Crosswalk concert segment to sing Watermelon Sugar. The whole thing is absolutely hilarious. That song, of course, is from Harry's long-awaited sophomore album, Fine Line, which finally arrived today, one week after fellow X One Direction member Liam Payne released his debut LP. Now, Directioners, this holiday season really does kind of belong to you. If you need any more proof, check out this moment from Capital FM's Jingle Bell Ball in the UK last weekend, where Harry performed the 2011 smash hit that launched the band into superstardom. Here's Harry and the deliriously happy crowd singing What Makes You Beautiful. Let's dig into Fine Line a little bit right now and hear what the singer had to say about the set's first and last tracks while talking to Zane Lowe for Apple Music's Beats One. The album starts with Golden, which is like you said before, that vulnerability is the way to great friendship, and I feel like that song establishes that. Golden, we wrote on day two, and immediately, as soon as we'd done it, it was like, oh, this is, this is track one. You knew it. Right. end up with track one and the last track and right. then you're like okay let's see what so you knew fine line would be the last track yes yeah, so did right. you know it was the album title as well no and they went on to discuss the song cherry and how harry's ex-girlfriend fit into that track it feels to me this album in part like it feels like a breakup record it's a song called cherry which uh -huh. is <laughs> cutting right to it you know, I don't like to kind of explain songs. With this record, it's so much more open yeah. that it's like, but you've told us in the, yeah. like, it tells you what it is. Don't you call him baby. We're not talking lately. Don't you call him what you used to call him. Who's, this, who's speaking at the end? What's the vocal at the end that cuts That was my ex-girlfriend. Because it got added in later on, and it felt so part of the song. Oh, she does what 
Dua Lipa fans, I'm included. Time to get nostalgic. On Thursday, the singer tweeted, Tonight on the last full moon of the decade, my album title track, Future Nostalgia, is out at midnight on all platforms. It's a little something to tie you all over until the new year. That's just what we need while we wait patiently for our upcoming second LP. Let's take a listen to the new song right now. Here's Dua Lipa with a little Future Nostalgia. You want what now looks like. Let me give you a taste. In late October, Dua gave us our first taste of the album with the infectious Don't Start Now, which debuted at number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100. Billboard's Tetris Kelly asked her about the track recently at the AMAs, and she went on to give us a tease for the album Future Nostalgia itself. Don't start caring about me now. Let's talk about Don't Start Now. Top 40 debut. What made you decide to choose that track to jump off the new era? Well, it, I, I feel like it, it properly describes everything that's to come with the next record. Um, it's got a, like a theme going through it. It's more disco orientated, 80s inspired. It's fun. It's I don't you know. It's honest lyrics, but not taking myself too seriously. I just want people when they hear it just to want to dance and just to have fun and just to go out and spend time with their friends. And yeah, I, I feel like I try to move the kind of idea of the pressures that people have with like second records because I can totally understand that. Of course. And it is. Um, like scary I guess and you're putting out exciting but I think when you kind of just make music that you're really proud of like um, I guess you can uh, you, you, you don't disappoint yourself at least Moving on, we are listening to 10%. K. Trinata dropping that track earlier this week at the same time that he gave us a 100% chance of finally hearing his long-awaited sophomore album this week. The set arrived today. It's called Bubba. And the awesomeness doesn't stop with the title because Bubba again, great name, has a long list of high-profile features. In addition to Caliucci's, who's featured on 10%, guests include Pharrell Williams, Mick Jenkins, Estelle, Charlotte Day Wilson, and Tinashe, who appears on this song, The Worst in Me. Every time you fall asleep I feel like it's finally peace of mind Dancing in Now it's been three years since the Canadian producer hit us with his classic debut LP, 99.9%, showing off a stylish mix of dance, hip-hop, R&B, funk, and soul with a bit of jazz. Just last month, Billboard selected 99.9% as the 29th best dance album of the decade. Of course, Catronata always gets us excited with his genre experimentation, and he spoke recently about one of his musical influences, for Amoeba Music in Los Angeles. This one is uh, Sani Inang. This is like from Ghana, Africa. Especially where this song called Where Were You um, kind of like influenced me in a way, the way I make beats and the way the groove is really going on the music, you know what I'm saying, on this song. So I kind of like 
emulate that and kind of like put that in like most of my joints, you know. now to nobody but you blake shelton's tender duet with girlfriend gwen stefani one of five new songs on blake's album fully loaded god's country which arrived today the singer describes nobody but you as a reflection on a life bettered by a loving relationship and according to blake i was about to go in and record when i decided that it needed gwen on it that's so sweet. He also said, I think it's magic. Blake will also look to make some magic today on The Ellen Show with the live performance debut of its single with Trace Adkins, Hell Right. Hell right, hell right, everybody's slowing down on a Friday night. And on February 13th, Blake will kick off his Friends and Heroes 2020 tour in Portland, Oregon, featuring guests Lauren Elena, the Bellamy Brothers, John Anderson, and Trace Adkins himself. While we wait for those friends and heroes to hit the road, let's check out the fully loaded album track with my favorite title. Here's Tequila Sheila. So And speaking of Blake Shelton and tequila, the country singer once stopped by Billboard and shared his expertise on a delicate art that some of us are still struggling to master. Here are Blake's tips for drunk tweeting. First tip would be to drink and, until you feel intoxicated. It's hard to send out a drunk tweet if, it's not a, if you're not drunk. And then uh, I think uh, you need to think real hard about if you can live with what you say in the morning. And then number three is you're drunk and you're probably gonna go, I don't care, and you're gonna tweet it anyway. I don't know if those are really tips, but that's, I can tell you that's what happens. All right, so next up, on Thursday, Kesha released the latest track from her upcoming album, High Road, arriving in January. The song is called Resentment and features the high-powered trio of Sturgill Simpson, Brian Wilson, and Rabel. Now, Brian is one of Kesha's musical heroes, and I think there are a lot of artists who would agree with her and feel the same way. And she said getting the chance to work with him, along with Sturgill and her BFF, Rabel, made the record, quote, more like a dream than another song to me. She also dropped a grainy music video for the track captured on a VHS filtered camera. It features Kesha walking around a room restlessly trying to figure out how to stand up for herself and tell her partner it's over. I don't hate you, babe. It's worse than that. Cause you hurt me. And I don't react. I've been building up this thing for months. Oh, oh, oh. The new track from High Road follows my own dance and the album's first single, The Pop Bomb Raising Hell, featuring Big Frida. And that dynamic duo performed that track recently at the AMAs. But I know what you're all wondering, the question on everyone's mind, what about Mr. Peeps? Well, let's hear more from Billboard's recent chat with Kesha, where we delved into the enormous popularity of her legendary cat, who was recently crowned favorite celebrity cat in a Billboard poll. Here's what she had to say. What do you think it is about Mr. Peeps that fans love so much? I think it's because 
He's really comfortable in his body and he has no problem just being the true diva he is. And he just walks around the house and tears up and he does what he wants when he wants to. And um, everybody loves a good like rags to riches story. I do my Now we got a whole new reason to feel good as hell this week. Nearly four years after the release of her sleeper hit, Lizzo finally dropping a music video for good as hell this week. If you haven't already, you should definitely check out the clip as soon as possible. It was filmed during homecoming week at Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and it shines a spotlight on the historically black university's female musicians and artists. Lizzo actually leads a dance party with the Southern University marching band on board a bus with her name on it. Getting her name on a bus is, of course, only the latest in Lizzo's long line of recent successes. Good as Hell currently sitting at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. That's the single's highest peak yet after 14 weeks on the chart. And it follows her first ever number one hit, Truth Hurts. Earlier this week, Lizzo made headlines by dancing and twerking at an L.A. Lakers game at the Staples Center. When they played her song, Juice, it was a funny, viral moment. I was born like this, don't even gotta try. But, stop me if you've heard this before, a small percentage of people online complained. And even worse, some news sites inaccurately reported that she had been banned from the arena for her revealing outfit. As the president of the Staples Center told Billboard, quote, she is not banned from the Staples Center and is welcome here anytime. Of course she is, especially if she's going to be performing live. I mean, they want that sellout show. And Lizzo delivered a response to the haters on Instagram Live. Your criticism has no effect on me. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm surrounded by love. And I just want to spread that love and also spread these cheeks. And you know, if you really, really don't like my ass, you can kiss it. Preach, Lizzo. And by the way, after the dancing video went viral, her hometown Houston Rockets reached out and invited her to attend one of their games and dance alongside their Clutch City Rockers because, of course, anyone would want Lizzo at their arena. A few weeks ago, she racked up eight nominations to lead the entire field for the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards, and all of that came after she landed on Billboard's cover in September. Now, despite all the excitement, the dancing, and everything else in her career at the moment, when I caught up with Lizzo recently at my radio station 99.7 Now in San Francisco, she admitted that she often just likes to curl up on the couch by herself. So did you have a time to go out in San Francisco after the show? Did you um, do anything? What the hell did I do? Because I saw your girl. I got uh, lit and went to the LMA concert. I was <laughs> wasted though. Because the time it takes to cross the bridge from San Francisco to Oakland, yeah. honey, that Don Julio was gone. Nice. And then I show up and we watch Victoria <laughs> Monet and we watch LMA. Man, I don't know which song was tripping. I was I was gone. Yeah. I was like, this shit still boot up. <laughs> this still boot up, boot up. <laughs> was this like your first time in the Bay Area? Did you? No. Because I feel like you know it here. I've, I've been here a lot, but I've only been here for shows. So it's like I be in and out. You know, I, this time I just had a little bit more money and I had people put me on list for shows or else I would have just stayed in the hotel. You know, I'm a, I'm, I could be a recluse at times. Right. You, uh, really? You like to, well, is that like when you do kind of like retreat a bit? So to write your songs, kind of get in into your feelings and, and put um, something down? 
No, I just uh, am lazy. <laughs> I'm just a lazy. So I just be sitting on the couch. I sit on that couch. I leave a groove. Yeah. A sweaty <laughs> groove right on the couch. I don't understand it. How you lighting up the room with your glow? Because you just own it. And we have yet another brand new sophomore album to talk about. And this one, Heavy is the Head, comes to us from Stormzy, who is featured in the latest issue of Billboard magazine. We just heard Own It featuring Ed Sheeran and Burna Boy. Ed is repaying the favor on this one after Stormzy joined the British singer earlier this year on a song that went to number one in the UK. It's called Take Me Back to London. It's just the way things go, amazing flows. Grandma Rapman, I gave them both. Took this sound that was made in bone, went global, man, on a piece Stormzy dropped another album track this week ahead of the full set's release. This one's a team up with Heady One called Audacity. Oh, please stop harassing me. Charge me up and put gas in me. Them little fish wanna try ting. Oh, man, the audacity. Had to sign this K, no Harry. Now my track suit says Balmain Perry. Smoke on bro, no Cali. So you better stay well back, Danny. Stormzy FaceTimed Zane Lowe for Apple Music's Beats 1 this week to talk about how the Heady One collab came about. I made Audacity in 2017. It was like the first or second song I made after GSAP. And then I had this first verse for ages, had the rhythm, and in 2019 today, and this is the same with Popway and H, um, the, another track on the album, but my whole thing is, you get this cold Stormzy verse here, because of the sound of the rhythm and the style of the rhythm, you get the hook, and then what is more exciting than Heady One coming in? Yeah. Because a, because a second Stormzy verse, if the three Stormzy verses is great, like I'll I'm, it, I'm a fan of that. I'll take I'll it. I'll love that. I'll take I'll, it. I'll take it. But when you say, "All right, Storms, come out of that second verse and let's hear what Heady One has to say," mm. that is a better idea. On Thursday, Grimes showed up at the 2019 Game Awards to debut her new track, 4AM. That song is her contribution to the soundtrack for the highly anticipated upcoming video game, Cyberpunk 2077. Joining Grimes on the soundtrack are ASAP Rocky, Run the Jewels, and Refused, among others. The game, which also features a character voiced by Keanu Reeves, whoa, arrives in April, but we can hear the new track right now. Here is Grimes. Meanwhile, Grimes' new album, Miss Anthropocene, is due in February, and so far fans have gotten several previews. Thanks to the tracks My Name is Dark, We Appreciate Power, So Heavy I Fell Through the Earth, and this one, Violence. Zane Lowe spoke to Grimes about violence in September, and here's what she had to say. I actually finished my album a long time ago, and I started working on my new album, which is like a techno pop. Just like, I was like, man, I've produced five albums. I just want to make an album in like a month that I just work with like my favorite producers. And I hit Iowa up, and we made the song in like an hour, and then I was just like, this must go on the album because it just feels good. And I I was, you know what, you know what, it's just fresh. Like we just made the song a few months ago, and I just needed to have something like, fresh so yeah i don't know it just felt it, you, you know when you write those so- a song and like so fast it, it just feels perfect it was yeah. like one of those yeah. 
And finally, after her bilingual track Not Steady went viral in June of 2018, Paloma Mami signed a recording contract with Sony Music Latin, making her the first Chilean artist of her generation to do so. Paloma is still rising in the Urbano scene, but she's aiming high, shouting out Billie Eilish and Rosalia as dream collaborators, and she's already worked with Diplo. She can check that one off the list. She also told Billboard about another couple of artists that she'd like to link up with. I'd love to collaborate with Bad Bunny, J Balvin, Daddy Yankee, all, all of them. Earlier this year, Paloma performed at Lollapalooza Chile, even though she has yet to release an album. This week, though, she dropped a new song called, appropriately enough, Mommy. And she talked to Zane Lowe about that very personal song. This song is so important to me. I re-recorded it like 15 times just so I could like get it perfect. Like I'm a perfectionist. So um, at first when I wrote the song, um, it had the same like hook and the whole entire like meaning of the song was different, you know? And then I heard it and I was like, damn, like, you know what? This is an iconic name. It's my name. I was like, I have to make this like Im impactful, you know? So I made it all about female empowerment. And let's end on my favorite part of our recent Billboard interview with Paloma, where she taught us some Chilean slang. Cachai, that's super important. Cachai or no cachai, it's like, you feel me, you understand me? Bacan, I always use bacan, which is like cool. Po, I use that after everything. Sipo, ya po, vamos po. It's like, instead of pues, it's like the Chilean version. Lots of curse words. Not sure if we're allowed to tell you guys those, but are we? Yeah. Okay, there is. tu madre. That's the only one I can say because the rest are too bad. So now I know one Chilean curse word. Perfect way to wrap up this week's show. Don't forget to join us every Friday on Billboard.com for your insider's guide to all the best new music. Next week, my co-host Chelsea Briggs will be back from hanging out with Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift and Alicia Keys at the Women in Music event, and I'm sure she's going to be rubbing it in. I need to go and have a cocktail. Until next week, I'm Fernando Ventura, and I will see you then on First Stream Live. Go.